Good morning, I'm Dina Blizzard, and you're watching One Funny Morning. Welcome to One Funny Morning Show. From Monday to Friday. And sometimes on Saturday. Why would you say that for all these people? You never know what's going to happen. Carmen. Cortez. Good morning, everybody. What's outside your weather drawer? Good morning. Happy, 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 everybody. It's Joey Joe from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I am a grown-ass man, and I still drink from a vase. I want to introduce you to our morning show host, Dita Blizzard. Take it away, Dita. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Joey Joe, looking so good, looking awake in a dirty parking lot. Good morning, everybody. Uh, if you watched Tipsy Tuesday last night, then you know why I'm late. <laughs> uh, we did. Um, I caught you because my kids have a two-hour delay due to fog. Well, there's that. Cooley, good morning. How's Nick? Cooley, I really need you to change your name to Cooley because nobody knows who I'm talking to. And if you would like your official name, you have to change it. Duty Judy changed her name. Steak Diane changed her name. Mm-hmm. I have my own base. Good morning, TikTok. How is everybody? It's Wednesday. Let's get it out of the way. Nick's cancer scans are clear. Boom. Great news to start this Wednesday morning. Oh my gosh. So last night, if you missed it, uh, we were supposed to have uh, Wim and Jurgen on the morning show. And um, they are so busy in Thailand. You know, when you're busy in Thailand, it's like hard to show up for a morning show. So, um, so I missed them. And then uh, I was like, who can I call? Because, um, hey, Dina, it's Hartzell. It's from, morning, Dina, from Hartzell, Alabama. Oh, never heard of it. Is it lovely? Um, I hate when I'm busy in Thailand. I know, Deb. What's the time difference? It's like 11 hours. It's like morning to them. What did I say, Beth? I didn't say tipsy too. Oh, my gosh. Um, so I'm sorry. I'm eating breakfast, you know, because I had a lot of bourbon last night. Uh, how do I spell it? I believe it's Q-U-L-I-E. Right, because it was the day that we were saying changing everybody's names to start with a Q. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> mm hmm. Rich people problem. Anyway, um, Jed's gonna be on the hot dad. Jed, please include a picture. Um, when you send it, Kim, so we know. Oh, here's Jurgen with his rich people problem. Wait, Jurgen. Is it not? It's nighttime for you, right? It's probably the end of your day. It's so weird that you're on the other side of the world. We were just talking about how rich you are. So sophisticated. And how I just woke up. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So 
Missy A is hilarious. But I feel like when you run internet shows from your house, that's when you find out who your real friends are. Um, I know. They're in the future. Bye. Love you. What time are you going to be back? Ten. Okay. We are still awake when you did the Tipsy Tuesday. You mean from last night? Is it still tomorrow? Night? Last night. It's the future. I don't know. What day is it? What day? I don't know. I missed it. Do what? The heart? Yeah. Yeah, we have hearts on here and you can write the, the name of the people that you love and then we put them on the tree and you have to write the reason why you love them on the back and then we all get to hear your story of love. Anyway, Missy was hilarious. I've called. I enjoy FaceTiming my friends early in the morning with no, with absolutely no kind of um, notice. <laughs> Because, yeah, for us, it's 8.50 p.m. Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. It's the future. Oh, you're 12 out. Oh, you're 12 hours ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my gosh. I couldn't stop laughing because I will. She's my favorite person to FaceTime with no notice because it's it's usually bad. On both, on both sides. I'm not even saying it's just busy. Usually, busy and I are like, oh. <laughs> and we know what each other's potential are. And that's what you have to think about. When you talk to women over 50, don't think about what they look like at the moment. Think about the potential of how pretty they could be if they tried. And uh, just sometimes it's just too much. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so, Last night, we couldn't stop laughing about how hideous we were. And then we decided to come up with a new shirt called I'm Not Sick. Because, you know, people always want you to be natural. Uh-huh. They said, just, you're a natural beauty. I'm like, there's nothing natural about this when you're 50. But if you choose to go all natural... Fine. I think we should do that. You got to let stuff air out. Your face, your places, your spots. Fine. However, you probably should wear a shirt that says I'm not sick. They're like, do you feel okay? I'm not sick. This is just me natural. (laughs) It's a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. So... We gotta air out, Deb. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Terry's like, I'd buy that shirt. Oh, I know. Who knows? Who knows? What in the world? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Marta said, I see women after surgery. I have to remember not to judge their looks at the time. Now I will think of their potential. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you know what day it is? Kind of. Well, that's probably Chris. Look, that's the heart delivery. You can see it on TikTok. Stop it! Stop it! 
enjoy Chris coming over in the morning and just dropping stuff off. It's way beyond the time to take down the Christmas decorations. Listen, skin collector, I don't know if you've noticed the Valentine's tree. And the fact that you call yourself a skin collector is upsetting. I think if one of us wants to talk about it's time to make some changes, skin collector, sex silence of the lambs. Mm-hmm. He's laughing now. All right, he has a sense of humor. And I'm saying he, because I can't imagine any woman on the planet choosing that handle. Mm. Why do you have to be, I can't imagine any woman saying, you know who I should be on TikTok. You know what I think will attract a lot of attention. Oh, wait, he said, I'm a, I'm a doctor. No, you're not. Skin collector, you're a liar. I would like to believe you. It's even hard for me to call you skin collector. You're a dermatologist? Okay. All right, that's actually pretty funny. Is that true? Say something a dermatologist would say. <laughs> you look hideous. <laughs> How long has that been there? I don't know. What do? Take your clothes off. Mm-hmm. Carol said he might be a dermatologist. Yeah, well, I'm not going to believe he's a dermatologist until he says something. And if, and if he starts, I test for melanoma. Okay, I anybody could have known. You need to say something that I wouldn't know, skin collector. Okay, of course, I check for melanoma, and I'm a comedian. So, <laughs> okay, you've proved nothing. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Have a good day. You're beautiful and you're so capable of anything. That was not Skin Collector. That was just Lindsay likes books. You can tell there's a different change. Here's William. William's like, he got no bio. Okay. William's got my six right now. He got my six. William's like, listen, I already checked out Skin Collector. And it has no mention of him being a dermatologist. Mm-hmm. Where are these comments on YouTube? No, Sama, you're on YouTube. This is on the TikTok. She's like, listen, what? I can't see any of this. Yeah, why is it collecting skin? Yeah, let's see your license. Put some aloe on it. Okay, okay. Skin collector. I think we're done here. <laughs> Put some aloe on it. Again, a comedian could say that. And has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought you said he was a skin collector. Really, Wendy? Really? This is a classy show. <laughs> People are like, wait, what? It is? <laughs> when did we get classy? It right now. Today. Everybody's like, I don't remember this show ever being classy. So this is a surprise. <laughs> this show took a turn. Missy, <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking about you. Mm-hmm. Oh, William said, but a comedian would be funny. Are you is that a jab at me? And don't exfoliate every day. Okay, skin collector, now you're just Googling stuff. <laughs> things things the dermatologist would say. Don't exfoliate. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Nick watched Tipsy Tuesday this morning, and he hasn't stopped laughing. I know. Good morning, Jen from Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Breathe deep. I'm a pulmonologist. 
I try not to overuse talcum powder. Okay, you're not even, okay. These aren't even good. Uh, Missy is heading in for her mammogram. Oh, no jab at you, it's skin dude. Thank you, William. See, I knew William got my six. I know where my posse is now. Thanks, Pam. So Missy, a uh, word to the wise. So Missy is going for her first mammogram since her cancer, breast cancer diagnosis. I'm not speaking out of turn. This are all things that Missy's talked about. I don't ever want anybody to think I'm telling someone else's story. Um, so I'm so happy that you're going for your mammogram. It means all things are great. Um, now he's fine, Alejandra. Mm-hmm. Um, how do I even explain that? Well, that's coolie. That is what this is about. Yeah. And I was going to say, Kathy, Missy, just don't forget the ladies in the mammogram place love when you take your pants off. They love it. They live for it. So, um, yeah. You had a house with this. Uh huh. Wait. Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. So Missy, good luck with your boobage. Take your pants off. Let me know how it goes. It's going to be great. It's going to be the best mammogram ever. All good vibes. All good boobs. Tracy, good. I've got all the good news coming in this morning. I'm loving it. Okay, can I also tell you the thing that I'm, I'm obsessed with? Here it is. I don't know if you guys know this, but there is a show called, wait, you take your pants off for a moment? I'm doing it wrong. No, they don't like it. Vicki, these are all jokes. I took my pants off once because they gave me a gown. And anytime I go to the doctor's office and there's a gown involved, I always take my pants off. So I took my pants off. I didn't think anything of it. Got in for the mammogram. And then she looked at me. She's like, where's your pants? And I was like, in the bag. And um, she's like, why are they off? And I was like, because we're going to do a mammogram. And then we stared at each other. She's like, I'm going to look at your boobs. I was like, cool. So please put your pants on. It was uncomfortable, but I loved every minute of it. And I try to do every mammogram sans pants. Mm-hmm. So there's that. <clears throat> anyway, I am watching a new show. And it's like when I have like a minute like I'm late for work already, but I'm like, let me watch something. I, on Netflix, there's a beautiful, beautiful show called Love on the Spectrum. And it is, I'm on episode two. And it is so beautiful. It is about some young people. I would say the uh, ranges is like 24 to what, 32 who are on the autism spectrum and who are looking to find love. And it is, I, I know I just, I just started this and it's so beautiful. I'm on, I'm on season one. It's so beautiful. Yeah, because there's such an innocence to it and such a, um, a an honesty to it that I almost wish all dating 
followed this, followed the same thing. Just beautiful. I love it. I love the parents that are on it who are just so hopeful and excited. Okay. Abby on Instagram. So Brooke was, I was watching it this morning and Brooke was like, wait a minute. Are you watching the spectrum show? The love spectrum? I go, yes. And she goes, I love Abby. I follow her on, I don't know if she's on Instagram or TikTok. Yeah. 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 It is so beautiful, but there is an innocence and an honesty that I just, it is because they'll just sit across the table and, and, you know, all of them kind of process things differently. Obviously it's a spectrum, right? So everybody's coming with different, different skill sets. But there's a lot of just free thinking, right? Like, hey, I thought this, I'm going to say it. I thought this, I'm going to say it. And and their faces, there's no filter. So one girl just went on speed dating and she's adorable. And, um, and she goes on speed dating and she was like, no, no, no. Like at Brooke said, there was one of them was on a speed date and there's like a card at the end of it that you're supposed to like fill out. They'll say like Dina and then a space, Missy and then a space and then Brooke and then a space. But somebody was on the date with the person and they were talking. Be like if Missy was sitting in front of me and I didn't care for her and I just got my pen and I just wrote, no, it's on Netflix. But the person was sitting, they're like, you're not supposed to fill out while I'm sitting. <laughs> I, welcome to my knife. Nick thinks he's dating Dina. That's all he talks about. Well, essentially are. We spend a lot of time together coolly. I don't know why you're trying to break us up. Um, Abby and David are on TikTok. It's just so beautiful. It, it just, I think dating is just so difficult. And I think that there's uh, something beautiful. Of course, I've watched 90 Day Fiance, very different show. <laughs> Not beautiful. I mean, hilarious for a number of reasons, but not the same vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm eating. I feel like, what's the name of the show? I missed it. It's called Love on the Spectrum. Mm-hmm. That's not true, Kimberly. Gotta watch this show. I feel like, hold on. I feel like it's important when you are raising a kid who's different for whatever reason neurodivergent, socially, whatever, education, whatever. I think it's so important to surround yourself with the other people who have been through it and who have stories of good outcomes because I think that our, our nature is to think of the worst outcome all the time. And I, I say that because... You know, my journey with Brooke, 
um, and anxiety and learning issues and auditory processing issues and memory and failing and failing and failing and hard social interactions. Um, I think it was so hard because I didn't, I didn't know anybody that was still going through it. And I, and I didn't hear any good stories, but I have to say that the stories when, when I did start to find a network and I did start to reach out to people, those stories of people being successful um, were the only thing I was hanging on to. And now, gosh, she was in second grade. So that was 10 years and two. So this 12 years ago. And now she's in college and um, <clears throat> it is hard, Courtney. Anxiety, ADD, autism, high functioning, communication, social challenges. Yep. It's a lot of what we went through. Not all, but a lot. And, um, and I think it's important. I think it's important to, um, to see stories of people being successful, no matter what that looks like. For some people, it's trade school. For some people, it's, you know, a, a small job, you know, working in town. For some people, it's college. Some people, it looks different. But are they happy? <clears throat> and that's kind of the best thing in the whole world. So, um, so yeah, so I hope that if you're out there, if you're going through some stuff, I know it's hard, but make sure you, you find your network and you find people who have had great outcomes. And even those people who haven't had great outcomes, because you can learn from it. And most people are, yeah, so, so wonderful about sharing their stories. So, um, so there you go. That's my nice moment brought to you by Love on the Spectrum. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, I met her on the New York City trip. You would never know if she's had those issues. I know, Tracy. She's pretty awesome. And here's Dean Blizzard. Mm-hmm. It's a cute show, but that's not what on the spectrum looks like. Carly, I think that what is unique about the spectrum, because uh, I have some friends who have family members who are also on the spectrum, and, um, and she says that a lot, she says, you know, we see these stories about kids with autism being taken off the field on everybody's shoulders and it's beautiful. And you see this show and the whole thing, but her whole story is that's not the whole view of autism. And there are some really hard, difficult, mean things that go along with it. And she uh, advocates just as much for that and understanding it. And um, every month for autism awareness, she writes an essay every day about growing up with her sister. So I told, I agree with you that it is not a holistic look at the spectrum, but I do think that uh, for what it is at that point in the spectrum, it is a beautiful a beautiful story. And speaking of beautiful stories, Dean Blizzard's here. Hey. Mm -hmm. Hello, everybody. Yeah. Um, All right. It's, why is everyone sending you love letters? Uh, they're not my love letters, Dean. 
They're their love letters. For instance, this is Tom Lemkul. Was a lot of letters. So everybody's sending them in, and you put the name of the person you love, and then on the back, you write why you love them. Todd is my person. He's always been there for me and the children, even when he didn't have to be. He does all the small things we seem to take for granted. Starts the car in the morning, makes sure I have my Pepsi for work, takes the garbage to the street. Always, always wants me to be nothing but happy and will do anything in his power to make sure I stay that way. I will forever be grateful for his presence in my life. Love, Courtney. Todd, can you come take the trash oh, out? Of Todd, since you're already doing it. Yeah. And Dean's not. Um, I'm just not. I'm forgetful. Dean, don't you want somebody to write that about you one day? Don't you want to be a Todd? Dean, I be do. a Todd. I really do want to be a Todd. Be a he Todd. He sounds like a, a really nice guy. He does, doesn't he? Don't um, you want people to say that about Dean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't share my improv. My improv class was good yesterday. Does Todd have a single brother? You would think. You would think. I actually I actually think. Yeah, put that on the tree. Hey, you can hang it. Um, I recently, like, I took an improv class, like, a long time ago. Okay. And I, I feel like I, I still wasn't good at improv afterward. Okay. But lately, I feel like I've been on it. I'm like, I'm like, dang. Tell me, why Why do you feel like you're on it? Well, everyone in my class yesterday was like... I, you're on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were like, they were like, Dean, they were like, Dean, like, I loved your, like, I, I, had, I feel like I had good scenes yesterday, and um, I was, like, quick. I've never been, like, I was on my feet, so I don't know, it was good. But, um, well, I, I got to go to work, but I wanted to say, today on Instagram, you guys are going to see the funniest video uh, that I think, I think, I think it's the, I think it's the best video of your career. No, Dean, yeah. why would you say that? You don't ever, you don't ever hype it up. Hype it? No, that's the, no, that's the address if you want to send me. It. Today, my mom's going to post a video on Instagram, and I really think that it is the funniest video. He could of not. Her I think. You, I think you were just drunk when you came no, home what last do you mean night. I wasn't. Dr- I wasn't drunk. Um. She made this video, and I, like, like unprompted, and she was like, hey, I want to show you this video I made. And I was crying laughing by the end of it. Um, I think it's so funny. No, now I'm not going to put it out. No, what you do you build mean? it up too much. Where, wait, I like to go in and be like, there's a video. I don't even know if it's no, funny. what are you posting it? What are you posting it? Because, like, I want to show everybody I know. I think it's so <laughs> funny. That video, Mom, I think has potential to go. Okay, stop. Yeah, go. I'm just not going to post it. No, what do you mean? You're just, Dean, you never do that. You never. You have to post it. It's so good. Um, anyway, uh, okay. that's, one, that's all I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, you have to, you have to post this video today. And as soon as you do, <laughs> please let me know. Okay. I'll tag you, I guess, since um, you're starring in it. Because uh, when, when when are you posting it? You should post what, it as early as... When would you like me to post it? As soon as you're done this. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I think it's really funny. I want to watch it. Um, okay. But yeah. Uh, Mind you, I've been doing this for 14 I, years. I and he's know. never I, said that. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's how, that's how like, good I think this video is. I think it is the best video of her entire career. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
All like, right. I think it's the, the greatest thing she's ever made. Okay. She's made a lot. She's made videos that have a hundred million views, and I still this think one's this gonna video, get two views. This I still think this video is way better than that. But anyway. So, yeah, so stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Keeps coming back. Check out Instagram today at some point. Okay. You should see it. I don't know. Alejandra just said better than the Target video. Yes. Better than the Target video. Blows the Target video out of the water. <laughs> yeah, he's my hype man. I wish he just followed me around with his weird blue jacket on and his tie. Just, wouldn't it be great if just a sales guy... A young, handsome sales guy followed you around. And no matter what you said that day, they're like, Chrysandra, go. Whatever she's doing today, Chrysandra is killing it. Killing it. Just a hype person. <laughs> uh-huh. Diane, it's similar. similar. I would say. She said it's kind of like the Mother's Day video. It's, it's a similar video. I think it'll be a timeless video. Slightly. I think I think hundreds of millions of people need to see it. No. Um, because I think it's a video that breaks all language barriers. Okay. You guys are going to be like, this is the video. I'm telling you, I don't even want to put it out now. No, you have to put it Dean, out. Dean, you ruined it. I didn't ruin it. I made it better. All I love Dean. Is he now, on vacation? No, this is him with a job. Because now, now everybody is going to be, now everyone here is going to be like, I have to watch this video at some point. And then we're just going through Instagram and they're like, wait, is this the video? It's It's so good. But yeah, post it as soon as you're done with that. I did crack up a bit. Yeah, Steph, I'll put it on the TikTok. I did crack myself up. It's just it's just B-roll with some voiceover on top of it. It's not anything. It's just something that happened. And I had the B-roll and I was like, what should I, <laughs> what voiceover should I put to this? It, and is, so. it, is, a, it is an art piece. <laughs> It should be in the Museum of Art of in Philadelphia because that it is just it's it's like honestly you'll start by laughing and you might end by crying like that's how it there's an arc there's a storyline like this is great you know the Oscar nominations came out <laughs> yesterday kind of surprised you were not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you, hype man. See you later. Okay. Uh huh. Hmm. Dean is acting like glitter right now. You think it's gone, and it's back again. <laughs> I know. I don't understand. It's just, it was so funny. I was in the basement. I think that was the video. Yeah, I don't know, Kathy. Kat's like crying because it's funny or crying because you just wasted your time. But that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's funny. Anyway. Baby G squared. Mm-hmm. I know, Shelly. He makes me laugh. But he never gets excited about what I do. So I'll take it. All right, we have three other. <clears throat> Dina, do you watch the TikTok? Uh, yeah, sometimes I'll click through. 
All right, so this is what this person wrote. These are the people she loves. Kelly and Cody, Kevin and Amanda, Dave, just hanging out here. Just Dave. One funny mother group, Emmeline and Harrison. So here's my family and my life. Kelly and Kevin are kids. Cody and Amanda, son and daughter-in-law. OFM goes without saying. Dave is my husband. And Emmeline and Harrison are the grandkids. So that's so beautiful. I love it. And then somebody sent me this with eyeballs. You are funny, positive, and happy. This is from Janet. Janet, thank you. And who sent this in? Who's this? Hey, Dad. I don't remember seeing him in the hot dad. Con, what? Who that? He is an amazing father and best friend. He always has my six. My life is complete with him. I hope we get to laugh for many years to come. Monica. Oh. Monica. What's his name, Monica? Just so we talk about him. Mm -hmm. He got hot dad potential. Monica, you need to put him in the running. Mm -hmm. Put these on the tree. And we can hear about everyone's love. I think it's hilarious that so many people are, he needs to be right in the middle. Hold on. We don't want to hide him. The nameless husband. I think it's so funny that people are like, why do you have pictures of other people's husbands <laughs> on your tree? <laughs> I'm like, that is completely normal to have Monica's husband on my tree. Yeah. I like to know there's a lot of love. That's who we are. So it's all happening. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I've <clears throat> been watching Love on the Spectrum, had a great time with Missy last night. I think we were both so tired. Even when I hung up with you guys on Tipsy Tuesday, her and I stayed on, still talking to each other, still not making any sense. Um, and it was hilarious. And then finally, I was like, I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it. Uh, we should go to bed. <laughs> I'm just drinking uh, lemonade, William. I've got a lot of kidney stones, and apparently they are hanging out. The same reason other people's husbands have pictures of you on their nightstand. Thank you. Thank you. Next year, we should just do a man tree. That's what it is. I'm calling it now. It's, I want you all to send pictures of men that you love. And you don't even have to know them. You can cut out pictures of celebrities. <laughs> I get that. Why well, once stayed up so late with my sister and we kept cracking up about spoons, right? I just, I just, it's so funny. I know. I'm telling you, Lucy, I didn't, there was one decoration on this for all of Christmas and it was from the trip. It can be Jason Bateman. We can just make a whole Jason Bateman tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. So, mm -hmm. June's tree can be a man tree. That's when Father's Day. 
Boom, Alejandra. You know, we should change the tree every month. Like this is Valentine's. March, we'll start working on the St. Patty's tree. And that is just, you'll write things that you're thankful for. March, April, Easter. Just pillow pictures of pie. I don't know. For Jesus. May, June. Mm-hmm. An Easter tree. Mm-hmm. No, don't do a year-round tree. Don't be that lady. I know. I don't know what I would do all the other months, although I am oddly excited about man, man tree. Yeah. Maybe we can just collect pies. Why are we lucky? That's what it is. Yeah. Easter is March sort of. Isn't it weird that Easter moves? I don't like it. I'm going to be honest. Why can't Mother's Day is what? Always the second Sunday. Christmas is the 25th. Can't we just like give Easter a day and let Easter, it's Easter. Because mm -mm. (laughs) you equate Easter with pie, but what else would you equate it with? It's new life. I don't know if I told you this, but I was eating something called New Life Pie. Anybody? Did I tell you this about New Life Pie? (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps when I was in the doldrums of the last two years, if you're new, divorce, death, children moving on, menopause turned 50, you name it, I got it, kidney stones. When I was in my doldrums, and I might have been eating too much. And I think the divorce had gone, just gone through, and I was, I was away. And I, I was like, when I get back from this trip, I'm going to be divorced. And I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. And I was like, what could I do so that when I come home, like mentally, I'll be ready for like this new life for myself. And uh, and for whatever reason, I went through like a number of choices. I was like, maybe I'll, you know, I'll, I'll bless the house. Maybe I'll, you know, move furniture. I don't know. I don't know. I just kind of went through. And uh, I finally landed on Uncle Water Pie. And I'm going to call it New Life Pie. <laughs> People are like, wait, that's how you, that's how you slid into your new, yeah, that's what I did. And so when I made my announcement, my video that I was, I'm getting divorced and it was awful. And I did all of the whole awful week. <clears throat> but when I came home, I had New Life Pie and, uh, and I order it from this one place that says a gluten-free pie, and I still call it New Life Pie. <laughs> My point is that all of you should consider when transitioning, big things are sad, happy. It, when you are ready to take the next step, wipe the slate clean, start over with nothing. No plan, no money, no, 
security, <laughs> no idea. Start with pi. So um, that is, and my new couch got cut up. Yep, yep, yep. And then I lived in a shed, and then my bed went through a floor. It was a lot. It was a lot. And that is New Life Pi. If you're ever out and you just, you, you know, when you're out and like the music's real loud and you're just crying as you sing, you know, <laughs> that thing, I want you to think pie. You're like, I should get a pie. Like that. And I don't want to, I don't like to live in Garrett with guarantees, but um, it will make you feel better. <laughs> What's the flavorful pie? My go to is uh, an apple crumb, Ug straight ugly crying. Just fill, fill that with the pie. Mm -hmm. Nope, apple crumb. When I went through my divorce, I started a very long, intense relationship with Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> it was beautiful. Please share with me, what is your equivalent of new life pie? Anybody? Anybody? What is your new life pie? Mm-hmm. I got Malamars for my divorce. There you go. Mm-hmm. Blueberry crumb. Mm-hmm. Pie a la tears. <laughs> Ice cream. Just sugar. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin pie, cherry pie, chocolate cheesecake. There you go. Tortillas. Oh, a hundred tortillas. Are they covered in sugar? Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Girl Scout cookies. Mm-hmm. Patron. <laughs> Kettle cooked potato chips with French onion dip. Mm, mint chocolate chip, the green kind. I'm still waiting for my new life. You can order a pie today. If that's what's waiting. Listen, the, the decision has to be yours. You have to decide. This is very helpful for new divorcees. That's why I'm here. You have to make the decision. I'm starting my new life. Yes, flour tortillas with butter and sugar. Oh, Alejandra, you need to do that for me one day. Triple chocolate cake. Mm. My sister, my big sister passed on the 17th. I need a pie, but I went to Florida to visit my daughter. I need to order a pie. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Chocolate cake, wash it down with whiskey. That's a good plan. What makes me super happy is a Chinese restaurant chicken wings from those from those buffets. Can someone send me a pie? <laughs> Hostess cupcakes. Here comes Lacey trying to be real. The gym. You're not wrong, but I had to say it when I, that way. I told my husband we have three years to figure this house and kids out and or and I'm gone. Is it an and or an or? <laughs> You made it sound like we can work it out, but I'm going to be gone. Just, mm -hmm. does anyone have a divorce party? Um, I think some people do. Uh, I did not. I did not. This was, this was my own pity party. So I know some people do. I think everybody, everybody has, I don't know, their own kind of way to deal with that and um mm -hmm. adulting is awful joey joe and you know the only you know the first way to get through that 
as a base. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Heather said, I want a divorce party. Mine was definitely a celebration. Yeah. I think for some people, I was going to have a divorce party for my 40th birthday, but then the world shut down. That What I hear is you are owed a party, Alejandra, and we are going to have sugary tortillas one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These grapes I'm munching on right now are not cutting it when people are talking about pie. I know. I just go to the bakery and get a birthday cake with buttercream icing and pretend it's someone else's birthday. <laughs> That sounds good. Yeah. That's funny. Thanks, Mary. Someone sent me a divorce card that said, the best way to get over a man is to get under a new one. I've gone to divorce parties that were better than weddings. I just spit a little bit. I got excited. What? I don't, I've never been to a divorce party. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, new life pie. It's, it's out there for anybody that needs it. Mm-hmm. If I remember, I bring donuts to work on the anniversary. I made an amazing divorce cake for a friend. Oh, so fun. Anyway, my sister-in-law did a divorce trip to Graceland. Hmm, go see Elvis. When we go to restaurants, Nick tells the waiters it's his birthday, so they will sing to him and bring him cake. We celebrate a lot of non-birthdays. Oh, Jane, rice pudding is the greatest. Okay, so Brooke, <clears throat> Brooke's schedule at school. She has a 9.30 class every day. And then most days, she doesn't have another class till 3.30. It, she didn't do a good job scheduling these classes. So um, she has this time, a lot of time in between. And I would say we're probably a good 35 minutes from there. But my mom, 14 minutes away. And I, this it's my mom lives in the same house that my grandmom lived in uh, when I was in college. And I went to the same college. <clears throat> so I said to Brooke, I said, you know, after your first class, you could go to grandmom's. I said, I used to do that like two or three times a week. I'd go to my grandmom's and she would always have lunch waiting for me because she knew what days I was coming. And I'd walk in the door and she'd be standing by said, Dean, come here. I got your sandwich already. And she goes, what are you talking about? I said, she'd have it all set up with a little placemat and a, and a, on a plate. And it was always tuna fish with celery or egg salad. She'd have it already toasted, warm. Come here, come sit down. You eat this. Uh, I know you got to take a nap. Uh, and so you'll take your nap after this. And then when you wake up, then we'll talk. And I'd say, okay. And so she said today, she goes, I might stop at Grandma's today. I said, you got to tell her that, you know, when my mom was younger and she came 
there was egg salad. And Brooke's like, I don't like egg salad. I was like, or tuna fish salad. She's like, I don't like that either. I said, well, pick a different salad and just say, um, yeah. And so going back and sometimes she'd have it. And when I wake up, she'd like, I made some rice pudding. You sit here, tell me what's going on. So she would just put food in front of you. And that would be her way of, all right, so what's what's up? And I go, oh, I had that date the other day. That is that. I tell her all my stories. I had such a good time. Um, my grandma's house was five minutes away. I love stopping by to see her. I know. Oh, she out gallivanting. Diane's like, I'm not going to be home. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for this. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, I think the two of them are going to have fun together. Mm-hmm. Do you make stovetop Italian rice pudding with arborio rice or baked rice pudding with rice? I can't decide. I don't have my mom's old recipe. So I did stovetop, but not with arborio. Maybe I should try it with arborio rice. I did mine with just regular white rice. Um, and I just made it the other day and it was fantastic. Um, but I made, I doubled the, I double every recipe and I double, I had so much rice pudding. I was like, I'm not going to poop for a week. So I just started handing it out, but not everybody likes rice pudding. So like you have to like, if I, if I, if I'm going to share rice pudding with you, I'm like, have you had rice pudding? Cause I can tell you trying to sell rice pudding to people who have never had it before they all think it's weird. Like the texture is weird, but I grew up with it. So I love it, but you can tell. Cause if, if I say I made rice pudding the other day, if someone has had and loves rice pudding, all the heads back, you made rice pudding because the only way you can get rice pudding now is in that little thing at the supermarket. What's it called? It's in the container. Mm-hmm. And it's and not the same Co- cozy shack. Cozy Shack. It's not the same. Yeah, I have to have rice pudding without rice. Yeah, no raisins. No. Yeah, it's not the same. So if I meet somebody and they're like, you made rice pudding? I'm like, Did you, do you like it? They're like, I love it. My grandma used to always win that. I was like, yeah. I prefer rice pudding over tapioca. And my grandma made both. She would make tapioca as well. doesn't taste like anything. It just, yeah. Still gets out and about. She's my friend. She lives around the corner from me. Oh, Tiffany. But what's the taste though? Um, you know, you don't even taste the rice. It's like when you make carrot cake. Um, you know, uh, you don't taste the carrots. There's there's pineapple in there as well. There's it's like a harvest cake, and you don't taste any of it. It just tastes yummy. Um, and I feel the same way about rice pudding. Like I I don't rice doesn't really have a taste. It just it tastes like the sugar and the pudding that's in it. Um, yeah, no, Mm -hmm. I need a grandma to make me a nice sandwich, tuck me in for a nap and wake me up to rice pudding. I'm telling you, uh, is it a sugary, creamy food? It is Lucy. And I make mine with lactose free milk. Um, so there's, uh, you know, my stomach gets a little funny. So, uh, and then you put a little cinnamon on. But I wonder what it would be like if I made it with Arborio. I bet it'd be even thicker. Mm -hmm. My husband eats rice pudding every night with cinnamon on top. So yummy, Rhonda. Oh, gosh. We're just, we could just talk about food all day today. Uh huh. I love baby Portuguese custard so much. Maybe I'd like that. What's baby Portuguese custard? Lucy, if you find a recipe for that, 
send that to me. Coconut marshmallows and raisins. Like a little extra, but good. Hmm. If did I put, uh, I think we did rice pudding, but we could try to do it again. Maybe I'll try it with Arborio and see. Mm-hmm. Did we finish the hearts? Yeah, that was all today's hearts. So um, I wonder if rice pudding is a Northeast thing. I don't know. My kids love. Is that rice pudding? I see rice with milk. Is that rice pudding? That's not high spilled pudding. That's high spilled milk. Mm -hmm. I am beyond excited for sweet and sour chicken on Sunday. Listen to me. All I'm saying is. On Sunday at one o'clock on the supporter side, we're making sweet and sour chicken and it will be one of the greatest days of my life. And, um, if you are not already a supporter, this might be the reason to become. <laughs> so, so I made a double batch of it like a week ago. It was so good. Um, I ate most of it. And then I ate it for lunch, probably for breakfast, for dinner. I was eating it all the time to the point where eventually, and the kids were all eating it, and then somebody ate all the chicken. So all that was left was like that red sauce and the pineapple and the and the peppers, which are now like, it's the sweet and sour sauce. That's the only thing that was left. All the chicken was gone. So my mom comes over. She goes, you got any more of this chicken? I said, No. No, I said, all that's left is the sauce, which is a shame because the sauce is really good. And I had the rice. I said, you should just eat that. It's really good. Um, and so she did the other day. She said, uh, she says, you know, I ate that rice with just that sauce and the pineapple. It was amazing. I said, I know. I'll wait till you add the chicken. Do we need to pre-prep something? No, but you are going to need a lot of bowls. I'm going to warn you now. You're going to need a lot of bowls. Um, and just make sure you look at the recipe because there's a, a couple types of vinegar, there's sherry, there's, uh, sesame oil. And I used a toasted sesame oil. There's regular sesame and then there's toasted sesame. Uh, and you'll need a lot of ketchup. So just make sure you look at all that. Um, and you're probably going to want to double it. So, um, yeah. Oh, just lean. So late today, fell in the ice, and I think I broke over it. But look, I'm just laying here. Val, please, please. Okay. Is it a lot of steps to this recipe? Uh, it felt like it the first time I did it because I didn't know what I was doing. But realistically, no. Um, you can cut up you can you can cut up the pieces of chicken into one inch cubes uh, for you know early. Um, but basically we're just going to make a marinade for the chicken, uh, put the cubes in a bag, shake it up, let it sit. And then, um, why do the time, is that a new time moving forward? Uh, it seemed to work for us because, um, I know it's kind of early for the people on the West coast. Um, but we, die gets a little weird about driving at night and it's so, it gets dark early, obviously now around here, like five. 430. Um, so that was part of it. The other part was like, we're hungry. Um, so it helps us to cook at one because then we just eat it too because we're Italian and then we go to bed. Um, meat cubes. Yeah. Um, so there are a couple steps, but 
I'm telling you, I was really like, I was like, how is this going to look like sweet and sour sauce? Like it didn't look like sweet and sour sauce until the very last step. And I was like, oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> I get lost in all the steps. Me too, Curly Top. But we're going to do it together uh, because it's so good. It's so good. It's going to be a favorite. You better gather, gather the, the children's around. They're going to be like, what are you making? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to come out as good as it did. Um, but it was absolutely. Uh, I will watch while in bed and then make it that night. And yeah, now it's good. Is the recipe on the website already so I can print it out? Uh, Steph usually posts them on Wednesday. Today's Wednesday, so it'll probably go up today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'll probably go up today. Uh, I think that's usually how stuff does it. So, um, so that's it, everybody. I hope, uh, what are you drinking this morning? Same lemonade and water kind of mixed up. I drink like four of those a day and it doesn't do anything. Um, so here we are. Uh, all right. Well, have a good day. I'm going to do my best to try to post this video that Dean fell in love with. Um, I think you'll find it mildly funny after the big, hype that he did. Um, so hopefully that's entertaining. Um, Tracy, look on there. Cause I feel like rice pudding might be on there. If it's not Tracy, just remind me tomorrow and I'll see if we can put it in the rotation. Um, I have gluten-free breaded chicken nuggets. Well, those work. I need to start fresh. Mm, I would start fresh, Martha. Um, I don't know. It wasn't that difficult. It was just like some time. Like I'm, I'm kind of like leaning into like I made Italian wedding soup the other day, and that's a lot. Most of the work for Italian wedding soup is making the little meatballs before. So you got to lean into your old Italian lady. And what does that mean, Dina? That means you got to be a lady who's willing to stand over a stove and just over a medium heat roll meatballs or bake, you know, fry this chicken up. I find that if you put on, um, if you put on a movie, uh, and watch some of the TV, watch the love on the spectrum, uh, the time goes by and then you have a fabulous meal. So, um, so, so, oh, Madonna was only one hour late. You guys said Jane, oh, she, she learned her lesson after being two hours late. Maybe one day she'll be on time. It'll be exciting. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for watching as always. Um, and I'm going to be bebopping today, but we'll be back here tomorrow. Like Judy from Saskatoon says, do something nice for yourself today or for others. Uh, I hope you have a great day and a blessed day. I look forward to seeing you all tomorrow morning. So thanks for watching. Have a good one. Bye. Hey guys, if you enjoyed today's morning show, make sure to follow us for more One Funny Mother content. Okay, all right. Morse code is topping. And check out store.com for great, new, inappropriate swag. And for more exclusive content, consider becoming a supporter. She got a bad leg. Thanks again, and we'll see you tomorrow on One Funny Morning. Boop, boop. <laughs>